Hey, Warrior Woman, this is Linda Weiniger, and we're in this fight together. And from now on, I'm not going to sit back and let Satan talk to you like that. You don't need a man unless you want one to help you with your goals. So I want to unpack this a little bit more so it makes sense, because the adversary is the one making it seem way more confusing than it needs to be. And maybe this will resonate with you too. So one of my goals that drives all my decisions is the option of immortality and eternal life in the highest kingdom of glory with the ones that I love. What? Yes, of course. Like, it's totally okay for me to have goals this big and for you too. I have learned that when I die, I will get the privilege and honor to live with my family and Jesus Christ and Heavenly Father forever. And I get some additional sweet perks too. Or I can also cancel at any time because the choice is mine. So President Russell M. Nelson, while instructing missionaries on personal priorities and God's purposes, said, understand that eternal life, the kind of life that God lives, is the greatest of all the gifts of God. It is a conditional gift based upon obedience to essential ordinances and covenants. Satan knows there are ordinances, covenants, and promises to make and keep. But of course, he's out here trying to mess up my goals and my plans. With this betrayal, I am more susceptible to the stories and lies the adversary wants to tell me, making it feel all traumatic and even more intense, right? So it's easy to see that broken covenants and promises from your husbands means we are not all on the same page with my goals and priorities because things have changed. I could stay with the one who originally had the same goals a while back, or I can choose someone else. There's also the possibility that he was tricked into thinking he didn't have the same goals, but now wants those same goals and will fight for them. Second one's, you know, really awesome. We know deep down that if our husbands could learn to discipline themselves and learn to tame their bodily appetites and, you know, carnal desires and repent, that the Lord would forgive them and then they could still reach those same goals with us or even with another wife later. I don't expect perfection, okay? It's not what I'm talking about here. Satan has tried everything though. Tell me if these lies or stories he makes up sound familiar to you. Maybe it's just me, but I doubt it. Okay, number one, he's never gonna change. <laughs> right? Number two, can't believe he's lying to your face right now. <laughs> these are only funny because they're true. He would, number three, he was doing that when you guys were on that vacation to number four, he's going to leave you if you don't leave him first. And I'm all, no, he doesn't. <laughs> right? Life, number five, life would be so much easier if you got out of this toxic environment. Well, yes. Six, he is only staying because it's convenient. Well, so am I. Seven, he's always going to wish you look like the other woman. Okay, yeah. These are, like I'm telling you, these are lies. And so they sound familiar because he tries it on everybody. Number eight, no matter what you do, you'll never be enough for him. That's because he needs to look elsewhere for his satisfaction level, right? <laughs> for his confidence. Anyways, number nine, 
it's too hard for him to change. You might not want to stick around that long. <laughs> and can I tell you, it feels like an eternity for real. 10, he will mess up again and then it's going to start all over again. <laughs> right? Number 10 is like for real. And so many more stories. And my favorite, this one's like ultimate, okay? <laughs> this torture will stop when you get divorced. <laughs> he tells me that the most. And while I can see how the torture at church, the store, the pool, or while traveling would actually stop because he wouldn't be my husband anymore if I did divorce him. <laughs> That doesn't mean he's going to stop. So the Lord has helped me to see things as they really are or will be and how the torture would just morph into different kinds of stories, which I can share in another episode later. <laughs> Some of you may think, wow, Linda, he is really mean or this is super intense. I don't know if you're right. And but it's super obvious with the stories he's trying to tell me. But I know sometimes he can be even more subtle and even validating. And maybe that's how he speaks to you. So James E. Faust quoted Shakespeare who wrote, The prince of darkness is a gentleman and the devil can cite scripture for his purpose. As the great deceiver, Lucifer has marvelous powers of deception. Oh, love, love President Faust. My grandpa actually has also helped to dispel many of Satan's lies. He was married to my grandma for over 20 years. That's like a long time. And then they got divorced. <laughs> he said marriage is always going to stay the same with the next person unless you decide to change and become better. <laughs> I asked him why he didn't get remarried though. And he openly admitted to me that it's because he didn't want to be better. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Which is so funny because it's true, right? So we both laughed about it. But I love Hobie and so grateful for his wisdom. But I see how his life could have been filled with even more purpose and joy had he desired to change just a little bit to stay with my grandma or even to remarry and find somebody else. So I have already told you that we can take charge of our healing. But we can also notice if our husbands have taken charge of theirs and to see if their goals are still aligned or are going to be aligned with ours and with Christ. I need a man like unto Moroni. And that is not much to ask because guess what? I'm a daughter of God. <laughs> so I just want to end with letting you know that he sees how loving and kind and compassionate and patient you have already been through all of your marriage, despite all of these lies and the deceit. And he's just proud of you for staying this long already and has blessed you with added strength to be here at this point in your life. And you have endured so much. It's just hard to see all you've accomplished through the fog and the darkness. Remember, the Lord has said, I will not leave you comfortless. So we know that if we knock, seek, and ask, he will be there for us and help us as we make this important decision in our lives. But he can't make that choice for us. It's always our choice to make. You are loved, you are supported, and you can always make inspired decisions when you team up with the Lord. Tomorrow, I want to talk about how to use radio silence to our advantage. 
Also, if you have found these episodes helpful in any way, please rate and provide a review of your fa- to your fave podcast player <laughs> to help shine a light on the adversary's tactics and help other women to come into Christ to heal by learning how they can fight back too. Because the thought that you feel alone and helpless hurts my soul because I know that you're capable of fighting too. So until tomorrow, stay strong, warrior woman.